Hello and welcome to Mornings with Jesus, your daily dose of encouragement. I am your host, Joshua Scott Seitz. We're back at it in Mornings with Jesus, book number two. We are on day number 36. More word, less me. Philippians 3 and verse 7. But what things were gained to me, these I have counted loss for Christ. We are living in some crazy times. Did you realize that the Apostle Paul was living during some crazy times as well? And do you realize that ever since sin entered the world, crazy times have been prevalent? Listen, sin always brings death, and death always means separation, separation from a loving father. Therefore, whenever or wherever sin is allowed to run rampant, so too darkness is going to run rampant. To try to counteract the effects of sin in any other way than with the Word of God is futile. This is why it is so important that we as Christians delve into the Word in these last days like never before. We are living in a time of gross darkness, and the only thing to dispel it is the Word of God. Psalm 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The Apostle Paul was an awesome man of God, but he knew that without Christ, he was lost. Listen to this in Philippians 3, 13 and 14. He says, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. The truth is, when life kicks our bucket, whatever's on the inside in abundance is going to spill out. So the question is, what do you want to spill out? You or the Word? I say we raise up a standard in these last days and allow the Word to come out. And why is this so important? 2 Corinthians 4 and 3 and 4 says, But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. The enemy is working overtime to keep his followers blinded to the truth, to the light. There is no reasoning with sin. There's no reasoning with death. There is no reasoning with darkness. There is one answer and one alone, and his name is Jesus. Therefore, it is imperative that we not only allow him to have the throne of our hearts always, but that we fill up on him every day. There is a real devil out there. He is a defeated foe. He is a conquered foe, but he will, as I once heard a pastor say, eat your lunch and pop the bag if you let him. Let's not let him. Let's be full of the word, not only for ourselves, but for a world that is lost, hurting and blind. They need Jesus, not vain philosophy. They need Jesus, not vain initiatives, not temporary fixes, not one-liners, memes, or gifts. What do you say? Let this be our motto in these last days. More word, less me. All right, we're going to jump right into the challenge corner questions for today. And wow, this this was really a nice reminder that we need the Word of God. We really do. And the more and more that I walk with the Lord and the more 
um, the older I get, and not just the older I get for old sake, uh, but the older I and more mature I get in the Lord, the more I realize that without Him, I I really can do nothing, you know, and I need Him. And the more I realize that I need complete and total reliance on the Word of God. You know, there's a reason why Jesus said that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And it's so true. The word of God, it's not just words on a page. It's the very essence of God himself. It is the very DNA of God, if you will. The Bible talks about this of itself. It says that all scripture is God-breathed, and it's profitable for reproof and correction and and direction. In other words, the Bible is our go-to for everything, uh, and it's more than just our go-to. It's more than just a manual. It is the very essence of God. And uh, man, I'm telling you, if we will just grab hold of that and run with that revelation, we will see the Bible not as just a a book of stories or a book of things that if we live by, we we might have a better life now or whatever. But rather, when we see the Word of God as what it truly is, the, the, the breath of God himself, we will begin to crave it. You know, as the psalmist says, uh, you know, as a deer pants for the water brook, so does my soul thirst for you, O God. And so here we go. We're going to jump right into the challenge corner question for today. Uh, we're going to do number one. It says, devotionals can be tricky things. Why? Namely, because if we aren't careful, they will keep us focused on ourselves only. There comes a time, however, when we must reach out to others using the things we have been learning in these devotionals. In other words, unless we give away what we have freely been given, we simply become spiritually fat. And uh, wow, that is such a good reminder. I know for me, uh, I've run to this several times in my own life that, and here we go. I mean, we're, we're reading a devotional and, and yet we're encouraged that the devotional itself is, is, is not an in and of self, right? So when we read devotionals or anything really uh, outside the word of God, those are not to be substitutes for the word of God, but rather supplements for the word of God. They should never contradict the word of God. They should always complement the word of God. And, um, and honestly, they should never, they should never replace anything, right? So it's kind of like, um, if I eat, you know, donuts all day long and, and not exercise and, and, and drink sodas, and then I just go and I take a vitamin and I think, well, I'm, I'm covered, right? And that's, that's kind of what it is when, when we decide to say, well, I'm going to use this devotional as just kind of a, a vitamin. I'm not really going to take the Word of God at face value. I'm not really going to take the Word of God as the very DNA of God. I'm just going to see it sort of as another thing to add to my repertoire, if you will, you know, another thing to teach me how to have my best life now. And when we fail to see the Word of God in light of what it truly is, a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path, and we use it just kind of as a, a crutch or kind of as a, a vitamin, well, we will, we will be in that position where the devil will eat our lunch and pop the bag, right? And I know I found myself in there many instances. And so this is just a, a nice reminder for us today that the word of God truly is um, the word of God, right? And, and John 1 says the word was with God and the word was God. So the word is Jesus. And we realize when we begin to realize that the word really is Jesus, 
uh, written down for us to just uh, to partake in almost every day, right? To eat. Uh, Job even went so far as to work. You know, he said that I desire your word more than necessary food. And so what what an awesome reminder and what a challenge for us. So here we go. Challenge question number two. It says, who in your life right now could use an encouraging word? Perhaps they just need someone to write them a letter, fix them a meal, or give them a hug. Whatever it is and whoever it is, perhaps you are the one to provide it today. There is no greater feeling on earth than being the answer to prayer for someone else. And you know, that is amazing. And I want to preface this with this. When we are low on the word, if you will, if we if we look at it as you know, basically keeping our word full, right, to overflowing, but when we're low on the word, it's going to be a lot more difficult to see the needs around us, right? Why? Why is that? Because in essence, we are basically spiritually starving, right? But when we're full of the word of God, and when it's just like beaming out of us, and we, you know, we really feel um, like we're close to God because we're we're really consuming His word, we're eating His word, then our eye is going to be um, a lot more geared to to being generous to other people, if that makes sense. And so, you know, when we in other words, look at it like this. The closer we are to Jesus, the more like him we become. And if we want to be close to Jesus, well, we've got to be close to the word, right? Because we just learned in John 1, it says that the word was with God and the word was God. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. So the word of God is Jesus. In the beginning, uh, in Genesis account, you know, the, the, the Godhead was standing there and it says that, you know, he looked up upon the expansive of, of the universe and you know and there was darkness right and he and he spoke and the word of God said let there be light and then over in Colossians it, it talks about how everything was created through him and, and by him will not anything was made that was was made that you know in other words through the word of God through Jesus incarnate God the second person of the Godhead all of creation is is here right so he is God he's always been God he always will be God. And so if we want to get closer to God, well, we need to get closer to the word. And the closer we are to the word, the more word we consume, the more like Jesus we become, and the more natural it becomes to want to do things for others. So I want to preface that with this. If you are having a hard time uh, reaching out to others, you're having a hard time maybe seeing the needs uh, all around you, and trust me, there's needs all around you, then perhaps the easy fix, the most practical fix, Spend time in the Word. Really delve into the Word like never before. And I'm telling you, if you'll do that, if you'll really purpose in your heart and in your mind and in your day to to put God first by putting the Word on the inside of you, you will begin to see the needs around you. And the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will begin to speak to you, and He will give you the strength that you need to be able to do um to do just that, to be an answer prayer for someone else. And what an awesome adventure that is to live that kind of life to where you're walking through crowds slowly instead of just, uh, you know, because we all kind of live in a hustle and bustle. And instead of just kind of keeping our heads down and trudging through life, we begin to look up and we we begin to see the needs around us. And what a wonderful, masterful example that Jesus was, you know, everywhere he went, you know, the Bible talks about how the crowds would press in and, and all this. And yet he always took time 
for those individual accounts. He took time for the woman at the well. He took time for the the man, uh, blind Bartimaeus, you know, yelling on the side of the road. He took time for Zacchaeus up in the tree. He took time for the woman touching him, uh, the one to touch the hem of his garment, you know. And so he always, he showed us just the amazing ability uh, and and the want to that he that he had to want to spend time and to and to meet the needs and to be the answered prayer for others. And if you see within Jesus's personal life, and of course he was God, but he also showed us principles. If you see within his uh, private life, the Bible talks about how he would draw away, right? And he knew the word of God also. And so, what a what a prime example of what it means to uh, live out what we are being taught. And so here we go. Challenge question number three, the last one for for this devotional. It says, seek the Lord today. Ask him how you can be a blessing to someone else. Write down their names and begin praying for them. Watch, wait, and listen. The Lord will speak to you. So be ready. And again, it just goes into just really being purposeful, being intentional, and um, just seeking the Lord with all your heart. And if you'll do that, if you'll have that mentality, if you'll have that mindset of more word, less me, your life will begin to grow like never before. And there is, I, I hate to say the word formula because it's not really a formula. It's not really A plus B equals C, but there is sort of a a a thing to it. In other words, more word, less me. More word, the more I reach out to others, right? More word, the closer I get to God. Now, will he change certain situations? Yes. Will he use use us in spite of certain things? Yes. So I don't want to say, you know, A plus B always equals C, but for sure, A plus B, in other words, more word, putting the word first, being intentional about seeking God, being intentional about, you know, consuming the word on a daily basis will always end up in putting you in situations to where you can be a blessing to others. And so be encouraged with this today. And uh, I really hope that you will take this challenge going forth of just having that mindset of just more word and less me. Remember, until next time, what you make happen for others, God will make happen for you.